Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. What you doing? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, and I am so happy to be back with you guys. I so appreciate you all allowing me the space to handle the changes that have occurred uh, for me in the past few weeks, and I am thrilled to share more with you. Since the new year, I have made the transition from a nine-to-five job to full-time entrepreneurship, and I am thrilled, excited, scared, happy, sad, should I have done this, but I know, I know, I know that I did the right thing, and so I have so appreciated this space that I've needed to kind of wrap things up in my life and kind of get things more settled. There has just been a lot and I am so grateful that you all have allowed me the space to do that. And it is great to be back to my weekly podcast. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited to share with you the things coming up for me. For the past few months, I have had many conversations with my daughter, Ava. And for those of you that know me, I have a daughter, Ava, that is 10 years old. And we have had a lot of discussions regarding her mental health surrounding the pandemic and then issues and everything uh, about the Capitol riots and then about racism in general. And for those those of you that do not know me, my daughter is biracial. I am a white woman. And so I have worked for many years working to educate myself on racism and systemic racism and the ways in which my white privilege should be checked and how I can teach my daughter the best way to be and to navigate as a brown child in the world in which we live. So I have these very tough talks and conversations with her about all of these issues. And especially as she gets older, we have more and more. So depending on the age of your child, you will have more and more. And I wanted to share with you all a a conversation and questions that I have with Ava. And so she is going to be on here talking with us. I'm going to ask her questions about the pandemic and her mental health. And I was hoping my whole idea was to kind of help you in your conversations with your children, be able to know how to discuss um, these tough subjects and maybe know how to, to start. And I know, you know, with these as a parent, it's difficult to know how to start a conversation regarding these subjects. And it's important that we first get a feel for how our children are doing and how they're perceiving the events. And are they scared? And can they articulate what they're scared about? And do they even understand what's going on? And we really need to assure our kids that everything's going to be okay and that it's important for us to listen to our children about their fears, their thoughts about the situation, and give them a safe space to question and express those feelings. So this conversation that I have with Ava is going to be a two-part series. This 
first conversation is going to be about the pandemic and about the Capitol riots. And then next week, we'll be sharing about about racism in general. And just because so without further delay, here is my sweet daughter, Ava. Thank you for being brave enough to share your thoughts with everyone about the pandemic and just the conversations that we have. So welcome. Hello. (laughs) Are you excited to be here? Yes. So just so everyone knows, Ava is a collector of fidgets. And so I am paying her for her services today in fidgets. It was going to be Roblox. No, wait. Yes. No, tell me. Is that right? Yes, it was going to be that. Then I wanted fidgets. Then she wanted fidgets. So I am paying for her services in fidgets for her doing this with me today. So Ava, tell us a little bit about you. Um, I'm 10 years old. I love playing tennis. And as you said, um, I do like fidgets. <laughs> um, uh, what grade are you? I'm in fourth grade. Where do you go to school? Um, Duke School. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, Ava, as you know, we've had many, many conversations yeah. about the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And about your mental health regarding the pandemic. Yeah. And we've even had to take some days off of school. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's just got to be a lot. Yeah. So for those of you that know, Ava does go to Duke School in Durham and North Carolina. And they are doing in-person school. And it is a small private school. So we have been lucky enough uh, to be able to be in person. But I will say that the school has done a great job. But it has been very stressful in terms of the protocols, all the safety protocols and taking your temperature and wearing a mask all day, right? Yeah. So it's been a lot. And there have been days where I could tell like she just couldn't do it. She was just okay, I'm done. I cannot wear a mask for eight or 10 hours. I just can't do it or seven hours, whatever it is. So Ava, what has been the most challenging part of COVID-19? Um, for me, um, I think it's because before COVID, um, I used to hang out with most of my friends and, um, now I just really can't do that anymore and Mm -hmm. it just it's really hard because then like sometimes I'll feel like alone at Mm -hmm. my house or something Mm -hmm. and then like I can't like I can't go with my friends anywhere I can't Mm -hmm. you know do anything like that that's so hard yeah I know so we've we've done a lot of FaceTime right yeah a lot of Zoom FaceTime all that stuff. With friends. Yeah. And you and your friends, you want to tell us what you do? Uh, you and Emery. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Emery is, like, my best friend. And um, we usually, you know, play around with fidgets, and we usually play Roblox and stuff like that. And, and so they FaceTime each other and then play these games together while they're FaceTiming, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... What has been the most 
difficult thing about doing in-person school? Um, I think it's wearing a mask all day because they are so, like, my teachers and they're just so strict about it and it's really hard because we have to wear a mask for seven hours and they don't let us take our masks off um, only for um, um, when we're eating. They only let us take our mask masks off when we're eating mm-hmm. and it's really hard because we can't even take them off outside at, at recess and I was taking a mask break and the teacher like called me over and said you cannot take your mask off and it's just hard to do that because you just feel like uh, right yeah. it's just a lot yeah yeah and then you eat outside every day rain um, or snow or yeah. whatever so it was so cold it was like 27 degrees and we still had to eat outside it was like raining and we had to eat outside and like when nobody knows it's gonna be cold or rainy we're like oh my gosh right that's a lot if it were up to you how would you change your school experience during the pandemic um if it would be up to me um i would definitely like change the mask thing because it's something that really affected me when COVID hit and I had to well I didn't have to but I wanted to do in-person school um it was something very challenging for me because um it was just like too much so I think that's something that we could change and I think maybe like if we had like 20 minutes to like take our masks off and we'll be socially distanced but just take our masks off and we can still like talk and chat but like have that time so then we can feel like a little free yeah for sure for sure so what has being a student during a pandemic taught you hmm um um hmm that's a good question i'm not too sure um it's taught me to (laughs) keep keep like fighting I guess because like I know COVID is gonna end soon maybe not soon but it's gonna end eventually yes and um every day I go to school or wherever I just gotta keep fighting it out um oh yeah yeah so being resilient yeah yes and and know that it's not gonna be forever yeah and you know people are you know the more people that that are vaccinated and the better it gets And we have to trust science, right? (laughs) Yes. So how can I help you get the most out of your school experience right now? Um, Besides telling you you have to do your homework all the time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, I definitely think, like, talking about it is definitely, like, it definitely makes me feel a lot better because mm-hmm. every night I'll have something to tell or something like right. that. Like when you're driving me home from school, I'll tell you everything that happened at school. Yes, you do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, it's great. Um, I love it. And it just lets me get all my feelings out. And then when we get back home, I'll kind of get the deeper emotions out. And you do that by – you write, right? Um. Yeah. So every night I – mostly on the weekends, but I – um. By the time, like, uh, that I have, that I, my, you go upstairs and go to sleep, mm-hmm. and by the time that I have to go to bed, I'll, 
I'll write a little bit and I'll kind of write about how my school day went and emotions about like the pandemic mostly the pandemic and Mm -hmm. racism and stuff like that right I understand so how are you feeling right now about everything um I'm never feeling like really 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 good but I I definitely feel like I'm feeling pretty uh, I'm feeling fine right now but Mm -hmm. when I'm at school it can be like I don't feel it. Stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Very stressful because. Right. Well, there's like when we go to school and we have like Spanish or something and then we have Zoom and then there's some problems with Zoom. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I wish. Oh, you have Zoom in the classroom because the. With your Spanish teacher. Yeah. She doesn't come to each to the room. Um. Well, we would like there's this building that's the Spanish building and mm-hmm. we don't we can't go any go in there anymore because oh. it's a, a room and we can't really right. be close together and right. we used to sit on this rug but we can't oh. do that anymore right because we wouldn't be socially distant oh i see okay well i'm really proud of you and i feel like that over the past year almost now that you know, you've matured and you've started managing it better. You know, I can see the transition from, you know, how the end of May last year when school ended, you were completely checked out <laughs> with school. Yeah. You were like, I am done and I'm not going on another Zoom call yeah. ever again. Yeah, it's just like really tough sometimes. Right. Because like I know that it's like it's not going to end today, probably not tomorrow. So right. it's, it's it's really hard to keep up with everything that's going on right now yeah but it's gonna end yeah and people are gonna get vaccinated and so we have to keep that positive yeah but we have to do things too that help us right, right? self-care and yeah she takes long baths long <laughs> sometimes with a like, lot of water yeah <laughs> so so the next thing i want to now you know i am very vocal about <laughs> i have lots of opinions <laughs> as you know yes and uh, the other thing that has gone on in the past few weeks has been, and it's been a big conversation in our household, is about the Capitol riots. Yeah. So what have you heard about the Capitol riots and what is your understanding of them? Um, you know, we do talk, we talked a little bit, we talked for like three, two to three days about, about the riot. Oh, at school? At school. Mm-hmm. But... I don't, I, me being a 10-year-old, I don't really keep up with a bunch of that stuff, but. Right. Um, I've, I've heard that the, the people that stormed the the Capitol, Mm -hmm. they, they, like, broke a bunch of things. Right. And they, I I believe they hurt a few people. People were killed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Did you feel scared when you were hearing about that? Um, so, to be honest, when we were talking about it at school, I kind of was like, oh my gosh. I, so, at school, we kind of, we kind of tried to figure it out, like, kind of what was going on. Uh Uh-huh. And we gathered all our information up. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the teacher gave us, like, options if we wanted to go take a long walk. And I talked with my friend about the whole thing. Like, we didn't talk about anything else. It was just Mm -hmm. talking about what happened. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, 
I don't know. It's hard to explain because. What kind of thing? Who who did you talk with? Um, I talked with my friend Emma. She, Emma. She okay. likes to let her emotions out too. Yeah. So what kind of things did you and Emma talk about? Um, we kind of talked about like how wrong it was for uh-huh. people to do that mm-hmm. and kind of what they did. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know whose fault it was. Correct. <laughs> we do. Yeah, but... We don't say that name because it's a curse word in, yeah. our, in our house. Yep. It's a curse word. Yeah. So we don't say that name, but right. Yeah. We but, know whose fault it was. Yeah. And um, we kind of talked about um, the people being killed. Yeah. And when we were talking about it, I kind of pictured in my mind all the pictures I saw from the news. Right. Um, and... I, everybody in our class was like in shock and so was I I was kind of like sitting at my desk kind of like really quiet right um and so I I raised my hand and the teacher called on me and I said I wonder what it would have been if black people had stormed the capital because right the the <laughs> like it would be so much different right because I only think like a hundred people got or yeah, got I think arrested. like one hundred and fifty. Uh, just even now, one hundred and fifty, maybe close to two hundred now. But I think it's like one hundred and fifty have been arrested. Right. And yeah. if it were to have been black people, correct, it would be like the exact opposite. Because, right, right. Um, that's something that I thought when yeah. when we started talking about it. Like, what if it were to have been black people? And, right. Yeah. Yeah, and that. That kind of leads me to, you know, the difference, uh, the differences in way in, in the way that the media yeah. and many people in the United States treat the riots versus like the Black Lives Matter protests this past summer. Right. Because, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of probably thousands I have to check my facts, but we're arrested with the Black Lives Matter and yeah. nobody was storming a Capitol building. Right. Right. So that is frustrating. And then that will lead us to next week. We're going to talk about racism. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so that'll lead us in and we'll continue that conversation about racism. It's much more in depth. And um, I'm really thankful that you shared this time with me yeah <laughs> all she's worried about is getting the fidgets y'all oh, shush. <laughs> that's all she's worried about i can see it in her face but seriously ava i i hope that you know you can always talk to me yeah about anything yeah and you're safe yeah and you know we can have those talks where you can say anything and it's okay yeah you know yeah. and it's important to keep journaling and keep doing everything for your mental health yeah and you know you can always tell me yeah i know you know okay well thank you ava cake (laughs) you're welcome mommy that's her nickname all right i love you i love you too okay thank you so much everyone for listening i just wanted to share a couple of additional thoughts and these are going to be also listed in my show notes But some of the ways in which we can help our kids through the pandemic 
and I'll have these listed, like I said, in the show notes, is we can be a role model to our children. We can be aware of how we talk about COVID-19. We can explain what social distancing is. So many times people, you know, especially kids, they're like, wait, what? Those are all new words. Like we didn't use those words a year ago. So we can demonstrate deep breathing or calming exercises. I know for me, when I get stressed with work or whatever, I will sit in my chair for five minutes and do breathing whenever I'm getting overwhelmed. We can focus on the positive. And of course, you know, everyone's becoming pros at this COVID-19 thing, but we can establish and maintain a daily routine. And that will help, you know, the children in keeping a regular routine and a schedule. And it provides a sense of control for them and predictability, which God knows we all need that. We can also identify um, projects that might help others. And that would include um, things like writing letters to neighbors, um, dropping off little snacks or baking. I know early on in the pandemic, Ava and I did a lot of baking, sending positive messages, reading children's favorite books all the time. Um, And of course, we should offer lots of love and affection and understanding. And, you know, for older children, you know, what's going on, they might feel modeling a calm and rational response and helping them talk through any fears or worries, but validating their feelings is probably very, very important. I have listed some of, in the show notes there, um, I've listed some potential resources for talking to our children about the riots and um, racism in general, and I will be sharing those in the um this week and then next week as well. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed my little conversation with Ava. It is, um, she's such a great child and, um, I so appreciate her taking the time and, and helping me out. I thought it would be a really good way to kind of, you guys could see, the conversations and maybe it would help um, inspire you or help you give you ideas about ways that we can help our children manage these tough times. So thank you so, so much for uh, listening today. And I look forward to sharing my podcast next week with Ava and my conversation on racism. And thank you so much. Hey, mamas, thank you so much for joining me again today on Co-Parenting Your Thrive Guide podcast. You can download your free Thrive Guide on my website at DebraLenae.com. If you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to rate and review me wherever you get your podcast. It really goes in supporting the podcast and I would really appreciate your feedback, good or bad. I would love to hear from you. My new podcast comes out every Monday, so please join me next Monday. Until next time, I am Deborah Lene, and remember for this week to lead your conversations with honesty, clarity, and love, and always give grace extended.